Hi everyone, my name is Elspeth Allen and I will be attending Elon University in the fall. I've been going to NPPC my entire life and I've looked forward to Senior Sunday every year. Having this service on video definitely feels weird, but I know that God's plan is always good. It's also comforting to know that I make a joke and you don't laugh. I won't have to bear that awkwardness. So yeah, back to the sermon. In 2 Timothy 1.10, Paul writes, But we know it now. Since the appearance of our Savior, nothing could be plainer. Death defeated, life vindicated in a steady blaze of light all through the work of Jesus. I was pretty excited to be preaching on this verse, and then even more excited when I read that Mike even wrote in the email, Lucky you, serious. You get a verse that captures the whole point of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I thought this was pretty funny, but again, no idea if you're laughing too. I know someone already discussed what the gospel is, but I'm going to talk about what does the gospel mean for us. For starters, there's no fear in death. Through Christ, we know that we are promised eternal life. 1 Corinthians 15, 55-57 says, Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. When Jesus died on the cross, he removed death's sting. Once we accept Jesus into our hearts, nothing can take that from us. Not because we did anything to deserve this, but because God is so loving, so gracious, and so forgiving to us. I find a lot of comfort in this, and I think you all do too. But Paul goes on to explain that God also grants us so much in the life we have now. The gospel asserts purpose in life, or as Paul puts it, life vindicated in a steady blaze of light. First off, to vindicate means to show or prove to be right, reasonable, or justified. I did not know that, so I had to Google it. But <laughs> in other words, Paul is saying that life is justified in a steady blaze of light. That steady blaze of light is God's presence in us. The fact is that God is the point to all of this. He created us with purpose and intention, and I think that's something to be celebrated. So when I become frustrated with life, I am comforted by the fact that God is the guiding hand in all of this, and my life has purpose because he granted it to me. Although there is so much bad in the world, there is also so much good. And that's what Paul ends by saying, that this is all through the work of Jesus. I think a major way to remind ourselves of this truth is to surround ourselves with people and settings that remind us of it. That's why I'm so thankful to have had NPPC in my life. God has given me so many opportunities that continue to direct my eyes to this steady blaze of light. Between the mission trips, salt, being a senior intern, and Sunday services, I've always been pushed to see the light. I've been consistently reminded of God's love, grace, and promises to us. Yet, God is still working all around us in our everyday life to show us his good as well. James 1.17 says, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. So, every good and perfect gift comes from God, and I think it's often easy to overlook them. So, when your coworker randomly brings in donuts, you can thank God. When your teacher says she'll round your 78.8 grade in math to an 80, you should thank God. And that might be from personal experience. But because God is working all around us all the time and always to his glory, there's always good to be found. We just sometimes forget to look. This life can be exhausting, demanding, and hard. But if we believe that, that is all it is, we are denying Jesus' vindication over it. I too struggle with this concept at times, but again, that is where NPPC has served me so well. 
Although it has exposed me to so much knowledge, peace, and spiritual growth, it's also given me so many memories, friends, and mentors that make joy a reflex. I found people that I love and so many people that make me feel loved. Although I've been able to find this, I know there are so many people in this world who haven't. Paul starts this verse by saying, but we know it now. We are so privileged to know these things, but how do we help those around us experience the same revelation? I think there are a lot of tangible ways to do this, but there's definitely one commandment from God that should fuel all these actions. Mark 12, 31 states, love your neighbor as yourself. It's such a simple phrase, but when put into action, it's a direct reflection of the gospel working through us. Maybe it's making a meal for a struggling family, or remaining patient with that tough coworker, or even not cutting off cars at the intersection on Springfield Avenue, as I used to do every Sunday morning, but the intent should still be there. God calls us to love our neighbor so that we can direct them to this steady blaze of light that we all know. A challenge I wanna leave all of you with is to acknowledge the places where you feel love exchanged so freely and thank God for them. But also acknowledge the places where you fail to love your neighbor and pray about it. It's one thing to believe in the gospel. It's another thing to let it work through you. Although we are all aware of our salvation as Christians, we should wanna make those around us aware of it as well. As Paul says in verse 10, this is all through the work of Jesus. And when we call to him, I do believe he'll help us expose this steady blaze of light that we all know. So thank you.